listeners. Um, that was the opening theme tune for a well-known, I was going to say sitcom, but there's really nothing funny about it. I mean, sometimes there is. <laughs> it was EastEnders. Um, so you're listening to Very Loose Women on Resonance 104.4 FM. I'm Leo, and in the studio tonight is Catherine, as ever, Soiler, who's joined us since last week, and our friends, Afi and Sarah. So thank you, everyone, for coming along tonight. So tonight's show... It's a little bit linked to a previous show that we've done, which was a walking tour of the area immediately around the radio station here near London Bridge. But we've never actually discussed the appeal of London and how it may have changed us or not. So that's what we're going to do tonight. We are, I think, now comfortably Londoners by birth or, di or by decision. And we've chosen to live here and we've been shaped by the city. But before we hear about all of this, it's time to hear a gripe or mini celebration of the week. So let's start with Catherine. Well, good evening. Um, so my gripe, I'd say it's been going on in the background for, for a little while, but I'm really starting to notice it. I feel like as I get older, the hair on my head is getting thinner and the hair on my body is getting thicker and it's causing me alarm. <laughs> I think that's something many of us can relate to. <laughs> but I've got the mini celebration. Oh, great. Oh, I thought that was a celebration. No, that was a gripe. <laughs> I'm not so bothered about the body hair. It's more the hair on my head. Um, the the celebration, I'm slightly concerned that I said it last week, but I am just really, really pleased with a pair of boots that I bought. Which you didn't say this last week. They are leopard print. Um, you were wearing them last week. Yeah, okay, great. That's, yeah. that's where the memory's from. They're leopard print, um, high-heeled pointed boots that kind of have like a furry texture my boyfriend said they were disgusting and that I looked like a cross between Pat Butcher um, and <laughs> and Bet Lynch um, if you watch you know a rival program um, and I, I thought that that was accurate but actually quite a good thing um, thank you Soila do you have any gripes or celebrations um, I suppose my only gripe is that um, I arrived at the studio today four hours early. <laughs> it's so a good thing. You get to mix with the resonance folk. I, I absolutely got to know got to know this, uh, the team, but I do think four hours might be a little bit it's too clean. early. What can I say? I think I think it's a good thing. But you're you're routinely early. Is this, I am is always early, but I've never been four hours early. That's a, that's a new a record. <laughs> a record for you. A new a high. Yes. <laughs> Afi, you said you had um, a celebration for yeah, today. Yeah, I do have a celebration. So um, I just finished a, a, a film about um, this 60s band called Juno Washington and Ram Jam Band. And I thought I have an idea about what is soul music. So I thought it was something like R&B or like connect to that. But then I learned a little bit more about it. Yeah, and another thing, uh, the gripe is just like uh, when you work on a low-budget film as art department, you just end up have a lot of props in your flat and you have no place to walk around. <laughs> I live with Afi and I can confirm that there are two piles of vinyls in the kitchen. Yeah. Um, I find it I, very enjoyable, so it's, what, not, it's not my gripe. What kind of props do you have? Um, so I have a 60s iron board, 60s iron, everything 60s. You can now call me. Yeah, a microphone stand as well. Yeah. Oh Excellent. Can I have the microphone stand? 
let's rent it. And then the person who <laughs> rented to me like didn't want to pick it up. So we'll, we'll see, we'll see. We'll see how long it stays. <laughs> my, um, my celebration is also film related. I got paid to have a haircut because I'm an extra in a movie. So that was really exciting for me. I love my new haircut. I just moved my hair. You don't know that because it's on the radio, but it, I did. It looks really good. Thank you very much. Yeah, it suits you. Yeah, that was my, my little fishing expedition there. Um, Sarah? Um, mini celebration. I've got a couple, actually. I don't have any gripes, really. I think I've had quite a good week. A gripe-free week is a good week. Oh, yeah, that's a really good week. Um, I saw LCD sound system twice, so that's a mini- big celebration. celebration. Um, um, but today I received my biometric um, permanent residence card in the mail so I can now travel so that's my mini celebration and I lost it I lost it on a trip to LA um, last year and I also lost this absolutely wonderful jumper that I love and I found the a replica of the jumper as well today. Oh, that's so, great. Double wearing. So many. Boom. That's like triple. That's You've so had many a great week. Yeah. I know and what three day weekend? Oh, <laughs> sorry. Yeah, okay. You don't need to, you know, go over the top here. <laughs> um, so I was eighteen in Paris, which is not what we're going to be talking about tonight. But I thought it was relevant. <laughs> that it was relevant to bring this up because um, I never really got into Paris. It wasn't. It was never my thing. And actually, when I go back there now, I get really burpy, and sometimes my stomach <laughs> feels weird. And I did write this in the plan that I took it out, but I'm going to say it anyway. I get the shits. Like quite, quite, like quite systematically, whenever I'm in Paris, I can't digest food because the place makes me so stressed. Whereas with London, I've never had that. I moved here when I was 21 just because my friends were here. And I was like, oh, just like turn up, get a job. That's what I did. I found a job. And then... Uh, like, it might have been wiser to go somewhere specific for a particular reason, but I just kind of stuck around here, like, as people do build up, build up their life. But then, <laughs> in 2013, three years after I moved here, London was named number one crap town in the UK. <laughs> for a number of reasons, but I'd say the core is that it's expensive, it's polluted, it's also still very expensive, and it can be confusing. So, I just wanted to hear from all of you, why did you choose London, or... In some cases, did London choose you? And when did you move here? And what is your sort of coming to London story as we're all gathered here in London tonight? (laughs) Um, Peens, do you want to kick us off? Yeah, sure. So my family on on both sides, um, you know, my mum's from Yorkshire and my my dad's from Ireland. Um, He's from Belfast. And, you know, no one in my family um, has ever lived further south than the Midlands until both my brother and I moved to London and we someone in my family did a family tree and it goes back to the 1300s and there's two interesting facts here even in the 1300s no one was aristocratic or anything above a farmer no one's ever been rich no one's ever done anything exciting um so almost a thousand years no money there um and the other one is no one's lived further south than like lancashire or yorkshire so I, until my parents moved to leicester so i don't know what has happened but my brother and i have both ended up living here and i i you know i've been here for like 7 years and i think it's just from when i was a child we came um my godmother had a flat in london very very nice flat in west london and I came to stay with her and I just found it absolutely magical and it was like the London you see on films where you go and there's these big white Georgian houses and there's like the Tower of London and we went round all these exhibitions and we went to the V&A Museum and all this stuff and I just I just absolutely loved it and 
crossing the river at nighttime on a bus, even now, that mm. feeling, I just, I feel like a kid. And right through my childhood and teenage years, I just wanted to learn everything about London. I was obsessed. I was reading books, watching TV programs and wanted to know as much as possible. And I always knew I wanted to move here and that's never really left me. It's still, to me, it's still the best city in the world. But because I'm not from London originally, there are things that I struggle with as well. So even though I feel like I've lived here for a long time and in some ways a lot of people would consider me to be a Londoner, I still don't really feel like a Londoner. Well, we have a quiz at the end of the show to find out <laughs> if you're a true Londoner. I made the quiz and I'm not, so <laughs> we'll see how much value that has. I crave the countryside yeah. too much. And where I'm from, you can drive for five minutes out my house and there's cows and fields and, and that's never going to leave me. So I do think my time is a bit numbered here. You could live near the Hackney farm. <laughs> I just I just don't think that's going to be enough. <laughs> so you're a true Londoner. Uh, well, I was born in London, um, as was my mum and my mother's mum. <laughs> so, um, yes, um, my grandma on my father's side was born in Shepherd's Bush. Um, I don't know what to say when you say true Londoner, because I very much love the idea of how diverse and and both ethnically and culturally London is um, I, I, I meant just specifically to bang myself up not make myself sound like a xenophobe I <laughs> <laughs> uh, think you've lived here all your life yeah I have <laughs> that's, very, that's I what have. I meant yeah. <laughs> um, went to school in London university you know I've, I've not lived anywhere else um, and it is my home and I, I, I think the idea or the image that you paint Catherine of, of London it kind of it sounds almost dreamlike and I'm like oh that sounds so lovely and I think well I'm just you know getting on a bus going across the bridge like it's just a it, it very much feels like home mm. um so but it, I mean I don't know it is the best place in the world do you agree Afi? yeah I do like there's so so I live in London uh, since 2006 so that's almost like over 11 years and every two years because of the visa situation I was like I'm gonna move out like this is like so tough to actually be qualified about like have a right to stay here but somehow magically I stay in these 11 years and um, I live a in a lot of different countries and I really don't understand why I choose London. Like when you asked me the question, I was like, maybe some abstract feeling, I just feel home, but I'm not confident to say this is my home like yet, but I live here more than like one third of my life and I'm still not really understand why I wanted to come back. When yeah. the plan landed, I just feel like, I feel that too with London. It's so because I've chosen it. I've moved here when I was twenty-one. Like I said, it's never like never been any obvious reason. But now my sisters lived here, live here. My friends live here. There's like no reason not to be here now. I do get that feeling where whenever I've come back on a journey, even if it's there were times when I went up to Yorkshire and then have come back and I've got into King's Cross and I'm like, there's no place like home. Mm. It's just I always get that feeling when I land at. I know Stansted Airport, um, and I'm just like I'm 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 back. I'm <laughs> I think there's um, there's some kind of little reasons, and also much bigger reasons as to why London just feels so special. So I really noticed the temperature because you know how London's always two degrees warmer than everywhere else because mm. of the you know the everywhere buildings. else in England. In England, <laughs> yeah, not yeah. <laughs> but you know, I really noticed that, and the the kind of the hum and the noise. 
when I go to my parents' house, you know, it's an hour on the train, but it's so quiet and it's really much colder generally, especially in winter. So kind of things like that, I think, reinforces that difference. But there is very much that feeling that London is a bit of a city-state and it completely dominates the southeast, you know, at least. Um, and, and obviously that's, you know, something that a lot of people do get annoyed about. But I think you can feel like you are in that bubble. Mm. You've got everything here. You've almost got the best of everything. And sometimes you just, you know, there isn't an incentive to go elsewhere. And I find it interesting, the idea of people who have lived in London, but, you know, maybe are from other countries and haven't lived elsewhere in the UK, because I think it is so different living in London to anywhere else. Yeah. Whereas other countries, you know, in Spain, you've got your kind of Barcelona, your Madrid. They're all, they're all different, but they're still kind of, you know, big cities and comparatively in the UK you've got these really great places but size wise and population wise and even with the diversity I just think it's kind of you can't really compare them um I started the show by playing the East Enders theme tune Sarah <laughs> why, why would I have done that <laughs> I'm yeah I'm a bit of a nut on East Enders I absolutely adore it um I've uh, first got screened in New Zealand in 1985 or 86 so I was 13 or 14 I am proud as a member of Rayleigh Swimming to be airing that fact. <laughs> Have you watched it? Yeah, I think I missed, yeah, continuously, pretty much. I missed about three or four years between 91 and 96 and then I picked it up and, <laughs> and been going ever since, which is very sad, I know. Um, and that's part of the reason it brought me here, but I, obviously there's other... Uh, you know, it's a part of uh, it's part of your rite of passage as a New Zealander to go travelling anyway. Mm. And the easiest place to travel to is London because of a lot of us have heritage here. Obviously, being a colony, um, part of the Commonwealth, blah 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 blah. So you just end up here. But like Catherine, it was just somewhere I chose really early on, and and it just stayed with me. And I had to. Move. It was like I had to move here, and it's it's like a you know. A love affair. It's you hate it and you love it at the same t in equal measure, and you don't want to leave it, but you can't not leave it, and you can't not leave it. And yeah, it, I tried moving back to New Zealand as well. I, I remember, and I, I just did not like it and had to come back. And I do feel like London is home. Is there um, anything that makes anyone want to not be here? You mentioned the noise, Catherine. The noise, the pollution, the fact it is 100% hectic all the time. It doesn't matter if it's 7am and you're commuting. It's partly a good thing. You're commuting at 7am and there's people coming out of a club getting on the tube covered in glitter. Part of me loves that. And then the other part of me when I just want to get home and there's hundreds of people and you can't... It's just that feeling of congestion. That, that really kind of stresses me out. And in terms of different parts of London, does anyone have a preference? Now, I say this, <laughs> and I don't know if people have listened to the show before, but I'm Leo, and I talk about Camberwell a lot, because I'm very <laughs> pleased to live in Camberwell, and I love that area. And I get annoyed when people ask me to go anywhere that's not Camberwell. <laughs> London Bridge is quite close, which is convenient for me, which is where the station is. That, is, even, that, that is quite rude. You don't even like coming to Hearn Hill, I which is Hearn, like yeah. three bus stops away. <laughs> That's true. Oh, a little ride on your bike? Yeah, I can cycle that. Does anyone else have these sort of prejudice or preferences? I have prejudice. I'm a bit funny about West London. Yeah, I'm a bit Ooh. funny about West London. Sorry. Sorry, is, there, is there something you want to say, Soyla? Is there, is there anything that you want to share I, with us? I think 
West London is underrated. I um, agree. I thank you, thank you. I think, I mean, I live in Greater London. Um, so my voice is going. I'm getting so passionate. <laughs> <coughs> Sorry about that. Um, and it takes f- forever to get anywhere inside in central London. So whenever anyone invites me anywhere, it's like, oh god, I'm gonna have to do the commute. Gonna have to see which of my friends can can take me on their sofa. But um, despite London or everywhere else in in London being so far away. Um, I wouldn't live anywhere else. Um, I think West London is great. And um, I was even told by one of my, not one of my tutors, but a tutor at my university, um, who I'd only spoken to once on a train journey. And he was like, oh, I remember two things about you. One is that you're really into journalism. And the other is that you love West London. And I just thought that was a characteristic which I never knew I had. Um, I'm gonna. Do, I've got this little quiz that I mentioned earlier. Um, it's in cap blocks. Did you live in your in London in your twenties? This is the question. It's flexible. It's it's basically to say like because Peens and I have been doing this show for ten years. That's why I did that. Um, but obviously, I understand that there are people under in their early very early twenties <laughs> and past twenty in the room. So it is flexible. <laughs> it is a flexible term. But anyway, take this quiz to find out. So the first question is. How long do you queue to get an STI test in your local sexual health clinic? Is it A, no queue, I'm seen straight away? Is it B, I need to plan a day off? C, Dean Street, Simples, or mail order STD checkup for Southwark residents? I think that's also been spread to Lambeth now. But A, B, or C, which one is it for you? I'm going for Dean Street. Although I would say it's not really my local area because it's not in Sierra Mm. Echo 24. I mean, Dean Street is, again, an hour (laughs) away from me. (laughs) However... Local in uh, London terms. Yeah, um, I went to university in London, as I've said, um, and I was also the president of the student union, and we had this thing where it was like an offer, so it was a um, get a free drink at the Freshers' Bar (laughs) if you can prove that you went to Dean Street and had an STI check. Brilliant. (laughs) That's very conscientious of you to set that up. Yeah. Yeah. Congratulations. Cool. Um, oh, A, B, or C? I'm kind of... But tr- the, the problem is I, I, I try to do the number B, but mm. then I just like cannot take a day it's off. It's hard to organize. It's yeah. really hard. And then so... You yeah. need to get yourself down to Dean Street. Uh, Dean Street is crazy. crazy. I need to. Yeah. I was married for a long time, and I moved over here when I was old, so the STI thing. But, uh, but recently been uh, separated... Um, I've had to go. Yeah. Uh, but I did the option B. Ah, uh, interesting. Very yeah. interesting. Okay, so um, I'm going to say the mostly ABCs thing so that listeners know where I'm getting at here. I put mostly A's as unlikely you've lived in London. Um, that's no cue. I'm seen straight away, obviously. You have not been to an SCI clinic in London. Um, mostly B's, still getting to know the place. I need to plan a day off. Still getting to know the place. Yeah. There. I wonder if that's just still getting to know being single after so <laughs> yeah. many years. It might, it might be that. <laughs> there, was no, there was no Dean Street on my radar at all because... You know, I'm a lady of a certain age. Yeah. So <laughs> mostly sees as you're, you're a true Londoner in your 20s, yeah, I guess, or recently single. 
I see that, I, that this, this quiz that I made has its flaws. <laughs> Number two, what is an adequate comparison for attending an event the other side of London? So, Soiler, if you're west, this would be east. <laughs> it would just be... Sarah and I, if we're south, it would be north. Wood green, that's where we're going for this. Oh. So, A, it's like a rainbow and bright <laughs> summer's day. How lovely of you to think of me. <laughs> B, it's just transport. Read a book. C, it's like being insulted, then punched in the face. Please don't invite me. Like I have genuinely not gone out just because of how far it takes to get. So C for you. Definitely. Yeah. Afi? It won't be a C for C. now. <laughs> is, is there anyone who's not a C here? Um, get yourself a book. Right, B. Interesting. I just think everywhere takes you 45 minutes. It doesn't matter whether it's around the corner on the bus no, or C if for it's Campbell two trains in a tube. I don't know. 45 I, minutes. I moved to South London just so I could be with my friends so I didn't have to... You know. <laughs> yeah, very good. Yeah, don't, don't leave Camberwell. Yeah. Hermit's Cave. Just go to the Hermit's Cave. That's, or, that's been my motto um, for the past five years. Um, yeah, so C was obviously still the same. You're a true, true Londoner. Um, and then B, seems like Catherine is still getting snowflakes, according to me. <laughs> so that's what that says. And then last one, what's your gut, gut reaction when I say it's in Shoreditch? Is it A, oh, wow, so fun and cool. I love graffiti. <laughs> <laughs> Or definitely not that. <laughs> or B, if I have to, are the drinks free? Or C, no, go away, please. Leave me alone. I think yours is a combination of B and C. <laughs> <That's true. laughs> are there free drinks? <laughs> Don't want to. It is, it is exactly that. Okay, this was in bad face, this quiz. I realise it now. <laughs> I thank you all for even trying to take part. Um, but back to our original discussion. What I want to know is how London, you feel, has changed you. So there's this thing where you are impacted by your environment. You're impacted by the fact that transport is expensive, that it takes a long time to get places. For me, I feel that, like, London was really important for me in the sort of queer nights uh, like three, four years ago. There was Domo. We had Bethany on the show to talk about that. And now we always go to Passionate Necking. And for me, that's been like a really important part of my life and having a fun time with my friends. Um, so are there any things like that where you feel like London has had an impact on you? You've got really good at cycling because it's so expensive or you don't drink beer anymore because it's so expensive. There's a theme here. Or like you wear a mask because there's so much pollution. Is there anything like that where you feel you feel London has made you a little different? I think the only thing for me, when I was when I did mention about diversity earlier, um, when I, it's noticeable for me when I go to other places in the UK and even um, across Europe that it's not as diverse and I really do notice that and it makes me there have been times when I've been um, to towns up north and I have felt uncomfortable because of how not diverse it is um, so I think that's how it's impacted me and I just I just yeah it's shaped the way you see a city. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. I think, I, yeah, I'd, I'd second that as well. Like, going back to New Zealand, it was so... And I think I'm more appreciative of noise, bizarrely, as well. Like, as much as it can get on, like, it's a concert, it's always there, it makes me feel safe, in mm. a way. And if I hear too... If it's too quiet, it just freaks me out. And I just... I really struggle with too much quiet. I really, really do. And going back to New Zealand, there was just like... Even in a city like Auckland, which is their largest city, which is a population of a million people, that was too quiet for me. Mm. Wow. So London's just made me more appreciative of people um, and diversity mm. and 
and it's got everything that's the best in the world. I feel like for me it's almost not the opposite way around, but um, the the city where I'm from is is very um, diverse. It's the most multicultural city in Europe, and it has, I think, it also has really good integration. Um, and the school I went to is, you know, there were lots of different um, communities, and we did things like um, we had days out where we went to the mosque and that kind of thing. And London has. You know, it is obviously incredibly diverse and I would say there's probably more diversity in terms of types of cuisine and all that kind of thing. But I think what really sometimes I do find quite grinding is is the, the disparity in wealth mm. and the way that actually, even though I don't think you have ghettos like you do in certain um, cities, like maybe even in Paris, Paris it's, it's very, very different, different yeah. how the urban planning has been done. But mm. it is still... It is. There is still that kind of, you know, um, segregation. I think to a certain extent there is. Um, sometimes you, you can feel like you have parallel communities that don't mm, quite yeah. mix. Mm. And that level of poverty, even though there are real pockets of deprivation all over, you know, different places in the UK, I think I really notice it in London so much, like the number of um, rough sleepers and things. And that, that for me... I, I think has been a little bit jarring um, but in terms of kind of me personally how it's changed me I think you know living here and moving here and really sort of defining my own life is is just independence being in London you know it's not like you can just get in a car and drive and exist in a, in a bubble I mean you could do that I can't do that anywhere you've my license three times because of this city you're having to sort of bustle up against people and get you know and live in areas where it can be a little bit sketchy or you know you're kind of you're having to develop a bit of a thicker skin and that sort of thing so that independence um I think it's been really good for me going out and stuff as well but Mm. a lot of the clubs that I used to go to have shut down and that really I'm finding that the kind of how sanitized certain areas are getting Mm. that is that's annoying me at the moment I miss Mm. some of those wild nights out that I used to have but it's probably my age as well (laughs) I think um, wait till you're in your forties. Oh. <laughs> I'm gonna have a second wave. <laughs> yeah. You will. Um, I think London just like motivates me a lot. Like I, I, when I go travel and then like even though I have to intensively do projects in different cities, but then when I come back, I'm tired. But like I still wanted to do things. Like mm-hmm. there's like something about London is. If there's events happening outside of your house and you don't need to go, but they are there. And then mm. some of the cities, like recently I've been kind of like thinking, do I want to move to Reykjavik or not? And then, but like in Iceland, it's beautiful. Like it's a lot of things happening there, but not really in the same level of, of London. And I just feel like, ooh, there's actually nothing happening outside there where I can just easily like... It puts the access yeah. very high. Mm. Yeah. yeah, I lived in Belgium in Liège for a year, which was I talk about this a lot on the show. Um, but but there are I think in a town where there isn't something going on all the time, um, you tend to go to the same events that everyone else is going to, and it's easier to make that decision. In London, it's like on my Facebook, it's like there are eight events going on near you tonight, and mm. it's like well I might as well just stay home then because like, I can't choose. I think there's that capacity for reinvention as well that's so true because that's all those so events true. are different this sh- this could go on for ages but I, uh, one thing I, uh, irked me about London is the change has been too rapid I think because it's just yeah. pushed everything up mm. so it's, it's so expensive to live here mm. and um, you know as Catherine says there's way more homeless people on the streets and it's just not great 
Mm. And on that note, um, <laughs> uh, we're going to wrap up the show. Um, I've got a little tune here, Flanagan and Alan. Maybe it's because I'm a Londoner. Mm. Um, and uh, thanks so much for listening. Thanks to Afi and Sarah for coming on the show. Thanks, yeah, Sarah, thanks for guys. Um, and li- tune in next week. Go on our uh, podcast, acast.com forward slash very loose women. Uh, feel free to subscribe. Um, and listen in, tune in next week. Uh, this is Flanagan and Alan. Maybe it's because I'm a Londoner. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Maybe it's because I'm a Londoner That I love London so Maybe it's because I'm a Londoner That I think of her wherever I go I get a funny feeling inside of me Just walking up and down Maybe it's because I'm a Londoner